You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This is your number one nonprofit lady, Shakira. And today's guest I have, she goes by Nay, but pronounce your name. Is it Nahimi? Nahimi. Nahimi. Oh, I was so close. Oh, that's pretty. And she's going to share about all about her coaching business and just the journey that she took to get to where she is. So I'm going to give her the floor right now. Welcome. She's such a God-fearing woman, by the way, guys. I mean, we've been getting to know each other now for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, she's like my pen pal in the UK. So I want to get there so we can hang out in person soon. (laughs) but whatever you want oh good 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 (laughs) so I need to get a plane ticket and just go ahead and go right definitely all right so tell everyone about who you are hi everyone I'm Nehemi but it's easier to call myself Nehemi easier to pronounce even easier to write I'm 22 so I'm quite young and yeah, today I wanted to talk about Nay Coaching, which is a coaching business that I created. And this is always such a complica- complicated question to introduce myself because the journey that I've experienced and every step that I've experienced in an older hardship too have been one of the best of my life because I learned a lot about myself and what I can do. And even the, the story behind Nay Coaching is quite long. So I hope you guys are ready to hear that. <laughs> oh, no, we got plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of time. So um, I started Nay Coaching almost a year ago. So it all started when I was doing an apprenticeship um, in France. It's not in north of France. I'm originally from the south of France. So I went there for a year. And then after one year, I was super tired and I wanted to take a break because I felt like something was missing. And I'm the type of person, I was just talking about that with my friend five minutes ago, which is quite funny. I looked at her and I told her that I cannot work in a field in which I'm not passionate. And this has always been true. So I felt stuck when I was there and I didn't know uh, if I wanted to study, if I wanted to take a gap here. And then I'm the type of person who always writes stuff because I, I really and genuinely think that it helps you figure out what's going on in your mind and structure uh, what you're going through. So I just bumped into one of my Google Drive uh, and the title of it was, what will you do if you had no fear? And the wow. first thing on, <laughs> on the list was travel. So then I decided to take a gap here and work as an au pair in London with a French family. So I decided to do that because I always wanted to go to an English speaking country, because as you guys know, French people are not that good in English. So I really wanted to improve my English. And I've always worked with kids. I worked with kids for seven years, which is such a long time. Every time I got I got holiday, I was at camp center, shouting every morning, making kids dance and make games. So it did make sense for me at this point of my life to take a gap here to work with kids. And I was really, really happy, even though it was uh, during lockdown, it was great to discover the city and get to know this kid and this amazing family. But then after three months, 
something else was missing. And I really wanted to do something with all the knowledge and the passion that I had with marketing uh, and communications. So I started helping out some friends. So some friends were creating YouTube channels, other was doing import and export businesses, other was trying to sell good. And I was just giving, giving out free advice. And during this year, I really wanted to uh, work on my knowledge. So I watched, I watched loads of YouTube video about marketing, self-improvement. And then I bumped into a video of Vanessa Lowe, which she's an amazing marketing coach. And after, I think, 25 to 35 videos, I finally asked myself, but what is she doing? And then I discovered that she was a marketing coach. And I didn't even know that this, um, this job existed. And I was amazed. I was super excited, super happy. And I wondered if I could do it. So this is what I did for my open room for more than seven months. I start create. I start creating uh, a timeline, my coaching program, uh, Instagram page, Instagram strategy, selling strategy, and I work with loads of different uh, beta clients to uh, work on how I'm going to teach them marketing stuff without making it boring and by being useful. And this is what I did. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> so you have to now share like some expert advice. <laughs> I am, you know, I am at the stage as a lot of my um my tribe is too. And they we're at the stage where we have the idea that marketing exists. Mm-hmm. And we are learning how to necessarily, uh, I wouldn't say um, we're not learning how to, what, how it works, but more so like how to be successful at it. If that makes sense. Um, and, and so share some advice. What are some things you've learned to help you be successful in marketing? This is such a tricky question because I studied business and marketing and I did. I also did communication studies. So I've, before starting the coaching, I always ha- I had um, five year a five year background in marketing. And even for me, it was hard because what they teach you at school, it's not necessarily what's going to work. Because what they teach you right. at school, it's going to be something general. You are mm-hmm. going to know how to do marketing. Uh, in retail, how to do marketing in in different fields, really. But then they will never be precise about one field. They will never be precise about one platform. And this was the trickiest part for me because I did have a great, a really good foundation, but then I had to um, use this foundation to get to know what I didn't know about Mm -hmm. for example. So marketing is all about step. Some people say that it needs to be spontaneous, natural, um, surprising. It needs to be like that. But these steps, and I've always been good at doing this step. So the first step is going to be research. Uh, this is what I teach. So basically in research, for example, it's you will have to select three to four different companies, and then you will have to choose company which has 
it doesn't have the same size. So a multinational company, national company, a local company, because you can always be surprised by how creatively with little to no means at all, a local company can create direct marketing, but you are also going to be surprised about what can um, a multinational company can do. So this import, this part for me is essential because without it, you will never understand why they use these colors. Why do they talk to us like that? Why on Monday they talk about motivational thing and on Saturday they talk about marketing and on Friday they, they're making a joke. Like research is about why you are going to understand the environment you're in, but also how to create a strategy in specific field. So when you're doing research, it's really important to look at how they build the instructional program, how they build the website, how they build the emailing, how they build uh, the project range and stuff like that. So then you can have a broad idea of uh, everything that they use. And then at the end of it, always note all the idea that you come up with. And then the second part will, will be... Um, getting to know your client and this is about uh, I struggle I'm still struggling with this one because I I was taught to be able to do marketing with anyone and everyone and I can do marketing with everyone and anyone but when you're creating a business you don't have the luxury to pick anyone and everyone you have to pick just one type of person one tribe with the same needs otherwise it's going to be hard for you to understand what they want to hear, yes. what they're watching, which type of format they, they prefer, what type of language, what type of colors, where do they hang out? Do they hang out on Facebook group? Do they hang out on Snapchat, on Instagram, on, on Twitter? Uh, and it's really important to get to know them and also get to know what they want, what they think they want. And what the actual want, the actual, the actual want. Sorry. So this is really different because, for example, you are going to tell me that you need a car, and then you're not going to be precise. You're just going to say, "I want a small car," and I'll be like, "Okay." But then, what a great marketer needs to identify is what this person needs a car. What what type of cars they attracted to? Why they prefer yellow cars and small a small car? Is it just because they need to travel? They need to travel through the city. It just is it because they want they love road trip. Is it because their friends are using this car? Is it because they heard people talked about it? And this is a really tricky part. So for me and for most of the marketer, to be a great marketer is to really understand the psyche behind the person and the tribe. You really need to understand what how they go when they're buying something. They're not just buying a phone because there's a lot of phone. They're buying a phone because they want good quality for pictures. And then you have to ask yourself, what do they want be good quality for pictures? Yeah. What picture they, 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 want, they want to take. And that's this is what you're going to use. This is how you're going to attract them. For example, I just watched, um, I just watched a commercial about Adobe. You know, it's as a software that help creative uh, do Photoshop stuff. And they use Billie Eilish. And it was really well done because Billie Eilish used this same software to edit the last music video she had. So they used 
a part of this music video. And then on the background, you could recognize the song. And then at the same time, she explained what she called this music, what if. So then all the people who just enjoy Billie Eilish was really intrigued to, to, to see why she was there, because this is not her field. This is not music. This is creative and editing. These people stayed on this commercial until the end because they wanted to know um, why she was there and how this star that she, they enjoy um, is there. And this was really, really a great commercial because they used intrigued and surprise. And they also uh, highlighted a need, which was how can I be creative? And then they put one of the most creative young girl in this industry to explain it. <laughs> wow. I, I am like taking notes. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the hardest part in marketing, and this is why people need coach and even marketing coach need coach because we are all over the place, is really the structure. There's so many the things to yeah. think about. And you can get overly excited about one idea because you think it's good but it might not be a good idea for the person you're trying to target. Because even though you like this idea, people you need to target, you want to target won't like this idea. And that's why, for example, on my Instagram, I created a new life story called Roast Time, in which I'm going to roast myself. Literally going to highlight why this <laughs> post that I really enjoyed felt. And most of the time, it's because I was too stubborn. I was so mm. stubborn because I saw it was an amazing idea, but didn't took into account my target because I was really passionate about this idea. Mm-hmm. But this is not just about you. Um, it's also about your target. If you want to put yourself in it, you can add it in the language you are going to use or the colors. But when it comes to the actual content, you're not in the center of it. That's right. I was having a conversation with this with some um, girlfriends of mine. Um, and they are in, in the process of putting together a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, you guys got to understand who you're targeting. You cannot have your show for everyone. This is just an example. You cannot have it for everyone because your, your content isn't going to match everyone. And so I gave them some examples of different people who, who I already knew wouldn't fit in their space. But I said, well, why isn't your show going to be for that person? And so they Mm -hmm. can narrow down based off of their content, why it wouldn't work. And I'm just going to recap what you said. You know, number one, the reason why I had them do that is because number one, they needed to do their research. Like as you suggested, you have to do your research and understand what your market is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Before you just jump into it. And then number two, you oh, said, sorry, oh, on this one. Mm-hmm. In, in the research part is important to understand your market, but also what you like and dislike about your market. Yeah, why yeah, yeah. You like this company and why do you, you don't like this company, which is in the same market? Because in the research part, you are going to, it's, it's going to help you understand the market, but also understand what you want to put out there. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's good. I need to write this down too. <laughs> sorry you're good no no you're good this is so good and then number two you said getting to know your clients like you have to 
understand who you're targeting and everything about them. You need to know how they eat, sleep, breathe, walk, talk, where they hang out, where they don't hang out, why they hang out there, what their favorite color is, what their, what type of shirt they're going to wear. Like, and, and I know this sounds ridiculous to, to a lot of people, but it is really key to understanding your clientele or your targeted audience, you know? I was struggling with this part and then I realized that there's so many creative ways to get to know your targets. You can go mm-hmm. on Facebook. And what I did since I was really struggling with that, I just went to, to a networking event in Bristol. I just went to networking event and talked with people. And then when I feel like my target was in front of me, I noted everything about them and why they were my target. Oh, good. What vocabulary did they use? How did it sound? In which field was they in? And then what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find a pattern even uh, between all these people I get along so well in networking event and all these people I just didn't get on well with. So I could build my own persona. Yes, this is good. Okay, so last question. Do you feel like you're fulfilling your life's purpose? If so, why? Oh, this is... well. It's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great question, especially today, because I just Mm -hmm. posted on my Instagram uh, uh, page a recap of uh, 2021. And then I just, I really enjoyed writing um, really in-depth and genuine um, description And as I was writing, I realized that in a way, yes, and in a way, no. In a way, yes, because I never thought that I was going to be able to move out of France in an English-speaking country at 22. And I was so proud of doing that. In a way, I never thought that I would have a business idea that's good and that I would be so passionate about it. And then it all made sense when I realized how much I I was always helping people study when I was in marketing school and business school. I I help people improve this um, self-awareness and how they think and how they work and the question that they need to ask themselves to know themselves better. Uh, When you put all these pieces of the puzzle together, you realize that, yes, you are fulfilling your purpose, but there's so much more to do because life gets in the way of your project and it can be really hard to reward yourself, reward what you've done, because sometimes you can you can set up goals that are way too high. And this is what I explained, because who creates a business when they're supposed to move in another country, find a new job, work to move there, find a new apartment, and still have the time to post on social media, work with clients, and try to find client, no one. And I was proud, even though I didn't manage to do it all at the same time, I was still proud because in each and every single one of this field, I did grow and I did realize that this year I was aware of the talent that I have. I was also aware of what I need to work on. And I was also aware of, well, what I can do. That's awesome. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here on the show and sharing your 
lovely wisdom. <laughs> I have learned so much that I can literally take and just like share with the world because they need to know it. Right. <laughs> and uh, tell everyone where we can find you. I know you mentioned Instagram a few times. I am friends with you on Facebook. So tell everyone where we can find you and your coaching business. Well, you can find me on networking event in Bristol. If you're from the UK. <laughs> yeah. And you can also find me on my Instagram page. It's Nay Coaching. And you can find me on Facebook. It's Nay Coaching as well. But I'm way more active on Instagram than Facebook, but I'm still there. And I'm always super happy to respond to questions and to talk, like I was mentioning to you. I'm super talkative, fortunately, for you guys. But I'm always happy to, to listen. Awesome, guys. And you know where to find me on Facebook at my name, Shakira Relaford. Go and follow me on there. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I am becoming more active this year on Twitter. <laughs> I know it's only been three days into the new year, but I am becoming more active because a lot of you guys love to hang out on Twitter. So I am there at Nonprofit Unplu, capital U-N-P-L-U, and number one. Okay. This has been great. Stay encouraged and we can't wait to see you on top. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh. Thanks for coming. Thanks for saying yes. Thanks for saying yes. <laughs> You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 